You are listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. And welcome everyone to the Sonic Society, the world's showcase of modern audio drama. I'm Mr. David Alt, and Jack Ward is not here for some reason. I'm sure he'll come along at some point. But in the meantime, this week we have a grand double feature with the first two episodes of the Sex, Crimes and Audio Tape podcast, starring Bodie and Jenna Elfman in A Beautiful Spell. Without further ado, it all begins right here on the Sonic Society. I woke up and I had this... this thought... I, I, I tried to go back to sleep, but it, it wouldn't go away. It won't go away. What thought? I don't love you. From Wondery, this is Secrets, Crimes, and Audio Tape. An audio drama told week after week. I'm David Reinstrom. What's your secret? Mine is that I'm allergic to water. Secrets, Crimes, and Audio Tape brings you some of the best new audio dramas from all over the world. And this week is no different. Today we start playing A Beautiful Spell by Greg Calaris, starring Bodie and Jenna Elfman. They play Franny and Jim, a New York couple who awake in the witching hour one night to discover that Franny no longer loves Jim. Hijinks ensue. Now, this episode contains a good amount of adult language and content, if you follow. So if you're around someone with sensitive ears, maybe hit that old pause button and come back to this podcast when they're not around. Also, if you just propose to your partner, or even better, if you're about to get married this weekend, I would suggest you save this episode for ten years from now and skip to our next story. You're welcome. Is the coast clear? Good. Settle back and enjoy part one of A Beautiful Spell. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, we're taking center stage. Introducing NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of Black-led stories from NPR's podcasts. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts. Wondery's shocking true crime podcast, Over My Dead Body, is back for a fourth season with a twisted story about a relationship built on a secret and what happens when that secret begins to destroy everything. Wondery Plus subscribers can binge Over My Dead Body Gone Hunting, including exclusive bonus content on Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts today. Jim? Jim? Are you awake? Jim? Uh, I... Jim! <gasps> what? What is it? What? Fran? Hun, it's three in the morning. What are you doing up? Jim, 
Uh, um... Franny. Jim. Honey, what is uh, it? I'm scared, Jim. I'm, I'm... I'm... I'm scared. What's wrong? I... I... Fran, is it... Is Jack okay? Jack? Our son, Jack, is he okay? I don't know. Fran? Yes? Fran? He's fine. I mean, I, I, I think he's fine. I assume so. Why? Are you dreaming? Franny? What? Are you sleepwalking? No. Are you sure? No, I mean, yes, I'm awake. I'm awake. All right, well, damn it, you're freaking me out. It just doesn't... It doesn't make sense. I just... I can't... I can't... It doesn't just... Franny, slow down, all right? Just stop pacing and just... I woke up and I had this... This thought. I I, I tried to go back to sleep, but it, it wouldn't go away. It won't go away. What thought? I don't love you. What? I don't love you, Jim. I don't. I don't understand. Honey, what are you talking about? I I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't feel love for you. And I'm terrified. Do you understand? Do you? Kind of. Where are you going? I'm I'm just going to go to the bathroom and splash some water on my face. Just... I, I, I woke up and... And I looked at you. Fran. I looked at you. It was dark. And I felt alone. I I can't hear you, Fran. Hold on. Okay. 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 Do Chinese people look American when they wake up? Jim? You know, I I thought you were a fucking prowler standing there like that. Scared the shit out of me. Jim! Just a second, okay? Let me just catch my breath. Okay, now, first, let's take a deep breath, okay? A little deeper. Good, okay, now, let's start this again. I don't love you. Let's start a little earlier. I think I'm having a panic attack. You don't look like you're My having a panic attack. My ears are hot. Okay. And I can't stop shaking. You don't look like you're shaking. Will you stop arguing with me? I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. Now... Without saying... I, Jim, I don't... Without saying you don't love me, without using those words, try to explain to me as clearly as you can what is going on. I don't know. Try again. I woke up. It was dark, quiet. I looked around, and it was so quiet. Okay. I felt alone. I've never felt so alone. That happens to me. It does? Wake up in the middle of the night, you have a panic? Yeah. Yeah, sure, it's late. You're half asleep. You're susceptible. In the middle of the night, the rest of the world seems frozen in time. Yes. That's when the bad thoughts slip in. It is? Yes, you feel like the only living person. It's scary. Yes. It's called a night terror. Very common. I have them all the time. So, so you're saying this will all go away in the morning? Yes. So tomorrow I'll wake up and love you again? I don't think it's that you don't love me. You're just having anxiety. I mean, it could just as easily be about 
work or jack or, or anything. Your brain is caught between sleep and, you know, wakefulness. You're feeling stress and, and you're tired and your brain, right? Your brain is, is trying to find a, a scapegoat. Why do you keep talking about my brain like it's sitting in the chair beside me? Listen, I, I'm saying you wake up, you look at me, you're feeling this this stress, honey. You make the connection. How horrible it would be if you didn't... Whatever. And you think it and it becomes true for that moment. I have it all the time. You do? All the time. So... I still love you? <laughs> well, I, I hope so. How do you know? Because, honey, we love each other, right? Right. Yes, it's the logic of our lives. It always has been. It always will be. Look at me. Fran, it's me. Jim. It's Jim. Mm-hmm. Now let's go back to sleep, okay? <sighs> Franny? Fran, are you... I woke up, and I looked over at you, and I saw your face. You were sleeping, and I saw your your stupid face. I, I saw it, and I looked at it. Your mouth was open. You were breathing through it with your face, and that stupid look, and your chest, and your stupid pajamas, and I thought, I don't love this person. I feel nothing for this person. Is that what happens to you when you wake up in the middle of the night? No. I generally like your nightwear. Jim, I'm scared. Well, don't I, be, okay? It'll pass. What if it doesn't? What if I don't love you anymore? Fran, Fran, you're, you're, you're pacing again, sweetheart. Listen to me, okay? Honey, honey, you love me. I do, don't I? Yes, and I love you. Right. We say it all the time. And we're not like other people. We mean it. Yes, we don't just say it to say it. No, we mean it because it's true. We're not like those other couples. We're Jim and Franny. We've yes. been married for 12 happy years in love. We fit, remember? We complement each other. Yeah, that's right. We do. I'm the pragmatic one. You're the spontaneous one. We have a child named Jack whom we love collectively. It's been the logic of my life. Now, let's go back to bed and I'll try sleeping on my side. Oh my God. What? Uh, my ears. What, hot? They're cold. They're cold now? They're freezing. Well, here, let now me... Get your stupid hands away from me. <gasps> oh God, I don't know why I just said that. I, I, I love your hands. I've always loved these hands. They were the first thing I noticed about you. Did you know that? I saw you standing there with your friends at that place, remember? Uh-huh. And I said to Leslie, I said, Les, check out his hands. He has musicians' hands. You were so disappointed when I said I was a claims adjuster. They've gotten me through so much, these hands. The night my mother died, they stroked my hair all night. Through my cancer scare that whole disgusting week, my hands were never empty of them. They got me through Jack's birth. They're good hands. I don't know what I would have done without them. I look at them now and I think these are the stupidest hands I've ever seen. God, Jim, you have to help me. I'm trying. Well, how can this happen? How can it just go away? It can't. It didn't. I can't not love you. It's all I know. You love me. Hey, hey, Fran, Fran, look at me, okay? We're going to figure this out, okay? Now, let's think about this rationally. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay, all right. Now, you say you woke up and, and suddenly you didn't love me. Now, is that what you're saying? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. All right. And before that, last night, before you went to bed, you were fine, right? I think so. Okay, yeah. yes. Now, we're getting somewhere. We are? Yes. Okay. Now, what did you eat last night? Uh, I ate what you ate. The... the leftover risotto. Okay, and then what? Walk me through it. 
uh, after the risotto. What did you do then? Uh, I did what I do every night. I graded a few tests, organized my lesson plan for the kids. Then we came upstairs. That was about 11. Yeah, I got ready for bed, brushed my teeth. I flossed. Do you usually floss? Lately, I've started to make an effort. Hmm. Okay, okay. I brushed my hair. I turned off all the lights. I took my melatonin. Your what? It's an herbal sleep aid. Well, since when do you take a sleep aid? For about three years. You never told me that. Okay, sorry. Go on. I got in bed. I read a few pages of my book. Fell asleep. And when I woke up... I was stupid. Oh, God, Jim. Uh, Okay, honey, we're going to figure this out, all right? Every problem has a solution, right? Look at me, Fran. Fran, do you trust me? Of course. Do you love me? Sorry, just testing. Okay, okay, so uh, uh, risotto, papers, toothbrush, floss, still not stupid, right? Lights, melatonin. Melatonin. Melatonin, bed, book, woke up. You think it's the flossing? So you went to bed, you, you woke up, you looked, you looked over at me, and then... I don't feel it, Jim. Hmm? I don't feel it. I'm so sorry, but I don't. I don't know why. How could it just go away like that? I mean, how can it just disappear? trying to feel it. You have to believe me. I'm I'm trying to make it come and it just won't. The feeling won't come. Franny, is there something you're not telling me? Like what? I don't know. Something. Maybe you're afraid to tell me something about us? I don't understand. Are you in love with someone else? What? Is that what you're trying to tell me? That you've met someone else? Like another man? Yes, sure, like another man. Where did you get that idea? Where did I get that idea? You stand over the bed in the middle of the night like Jacob Marley and tell me you don't love me anymore. Well, I'm not, okay? You're the only person I love. Well, this doesn't just happen, Fran. I know. Well, there has to be a reason, Fran. You don't just wake up one night. Don't you think I know that? I put everything into this marriage. It's everything that I am. You are my life. I don't know how to think without you in my head. It's the only thing I know, and I don't know what I'm going to do if that suddenly goes away. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Shh. It's okay. Come here. Come here. God, Jim. I know. I'm sorry. It's it's okay. Are you on drugs? (laughs) What? No. What about the melatonin? It's not a drug. Sounds like a drug. Well, it doesn't really work. I just take it as a placebo. Well, how do you take something as a placebo? Because it makes me feel like I'm taking a drug. But you said it doesn't work. Part of me knows it doesn't work, but the other part of me pretends that it does. What part am I talking to now? Jim, please! Well, this isn't easy for me either. I know, but I need you to be strong. I need you to get me through this. You're my rock. I'm your rock? Well, who else would be my rock? So you don't love me, but I'm still your rock? Yes! Yes! That's a good sign, isn't it? Is it me? Something I did? Something you're not thinking about? No! I mean, uh, I don't think so. You don't think? Well, sure, there are things you do that annoy me, like any relationship. I mean, you can be annoying, but I don't think that's what this is. How am I annoying? Oh, I don't know. In a general type of way, you know, annoying. No. Like how? I don't know. Like, when you laugh at your own jokes, that can be annoying. 
I don't do that. You probably don't realize it. What are you talking about? Like you'll be doing something, cooking, or I don't know, getting dressed, and you'll just go, hey, hey, hey. That's me? You're doing me? Well, you have some thought, and you go, hey, hey, hey. Like you've just come up with the funniest thing in the world. I used to ask what it was, but you'd just say, oh, no, it's nothing. <laughs> Jesus, that's really annoying. But I don't think that's it. What else? I don't know. Lots of things. Lots of things? Well, little things. It's not a big deal. Well, give me one more. Jim. One more. You hate not knowing things. Who likes not knowing things? Yes, but sometimes it can be with you. Sometimes it's like when we were in Paris. Remember Paris? I remember Paris. Well, you couldn't stand not knowing the language. You had that phobia that everyone there hated you for being a typical American tourist, and it drove you crazy that I knew enough French to get around. So sometimes we'd be at dinner, and I'd order my food in French. I'll have this and that. And then the waiter would turn to you, and you would want so badly to seem like a native that instead of speaking French, you just did a French accent. And because you're not great at accents, it came off like Chico Marx. I'll uh, have uh, the glass of a uh, Merlot, uh, s'il vous plaît. Uh. You probably didn't even realize you were doing it. Jim, honey, don't, don't get upset. That's not why I don't love you. Oh, good. Just forget I said it. It's not a big deal. It's endearing. It sounds annoying. It's both. Jim. Are you not attracted to me anymore? Well... I know you're not now, but before. Before tonight. Sure. I am I mean, not like crazy attracted to you, not like I used to be, but I don't think that's it either. Jesus. Jim, you have to understand, I don't like this. I want to be in love with you. I want to go back to how it was. Oh, you mean back when I was really annoying and you weren't crazy attracted to me? Wait, where are you going? I need a drink. Don't leave me, please. Franny, from what I can gather, after 12 years of marriage, you've discovered you detest me. Now you don't want me to leave? You're the only person I can talk to. What? I don't have anyone else to turn to. Do you have any idea how crazy that sounds? Yes, that's what I want. Tell me how crazy it sounds. Tell me that it doesn't make sense. I'll listen to you. You're the pragmatic one. Tell me I'm being insane the way you always do. Tell me that if I just go back to bed, it will all be okay in the morning. Go on. Tell me. Yeah, I tried that. Remember, that's when you said my mouth was stupid. No, your face is stupid. Well, I'm glad we cleared that up. Wait, Jim, don't go. You, you know, you bought me these fucking pajamas. I know. What, what do you want, huh? You, 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 you want me to comfort you? You, you tell me you don't love me anymore, and I'm supposed to just what? Counsel you through it? People just don't fall out of love overnight. It's a long, drawn-out, miserable process that takes years to come to terms with. There's a weaning process. Months or a year of distance, and, and then that turns into indifference and then resentment. And by then, the other party has had some time to adjust to the idea, time to accept it, maybe even resent them back. So they can say when their friends ask, well, we haven't been happy for a long time. They don't just go to sleep one night and, You're and, right. and, and, and then wake up suddenly. It doesn't make sense. We, we have a child. I know. A six-year-old boy in the other room. Exactly. We share a life, a routine, an interior design aesthetic. And you're telling me suddenly, out of the fucking blue, that you don't feel it? It doesn't make sense. You're right. Stop agreeing with me. 
Jim, this is as much of a shock to me as it is to you. Maybe... Maybe it's just like you said. The night is when the bad thoughts get in, and then the sun comes out, and the world moves again, and everything goes back to the way it was. And what if it's the other way around? The <laughs> world stops, and you have time to think for once. The things you have, out of context. What if this is the only time you've been truly honest with me? Don't say that. Are you going to leave me? I hope not. I don't want to want to. Exactly what did it feel like to love me? What did it feel like? The feeling you're not feeling now. What did it feel like when you felt it? Oh, that's good. I'm glad you like it. No, this is good. This line of questioning, this, this gets to the root of it. Keep going. With what? It's your turn. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, what did it feel like? Um, well, I, I mean, it felt... To love you felt... It felt... I mean, I don't I don't know the exact... Uh, okay, new rule. When one of us wakes up in the middle of the night and tells the other they no longer love them, that person is not allowed to answer a question with, I don't know. No more, I don't know. I remember times. Times? Well, I remember that night we were walking through Dumbo. Remember that at night and we got lost? I remember feeling like... Like, 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 like what? what? Fucking what? Like, like, I couldn't hold you close enough. And I remember the night we decided to have Jack. That night I thought, ah, oh, this is the life I want. And it felt so good and, and safe. And I felt warm all over. Remember, you weren't sure we were ready to have kids, but I wanted nothing more than to make a life with you. And last night, before going to bed... I didn't think about it. Well, what exactly were you wanting to feel, Fran? Giddy? Uh, a weak need? We've been married for 12 years, all right? Love is not a constant state of euphoria. What is it, then? It's history. It's loyalty. Complicity. It's eating leftover risotto. It's little Jack in the other room. I mean, I don't want to upset you, but I don't swoon when you walk into the room or etch your name on my desk at work. <laughs> All right? And when you call, sometimes, and this will really blow your mind, sometimes I screen the fucker. You screen my calls? If I'm busy. Well, what if it's important? You'll leave a message. What if it's urgent? What if I'm in the hospital? You'll call back. I don't believe you. You just told me you don't love me anymore. Why? But I answer your calls. Well, aren't you wife of the fucking year? You fart in your sleep. What? That's another annoying thing you do. It's like you're constantly deflating. You're making that up. Oh, no. I hear a little squeak, and when I open my eyes, it looks like Bugs Bunny tunneling his way to Albuquerque. <laughs> this is it? This is your reason for not loving me? No, it's the reason I take melatonin. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <sighs> what was that? I wanted to feel it again. I thought if I could just remember what it felt like to love you like that, that, that warmth, I thought maybe it would come back. Did it work? No. I was thinking too much. You want to try again? Okay. <sighs> Nothing. Me neither. What? I, I didn't feel anything. That can't be. It was like I was kissing another version of myself. Oh, God, it's contagious. It's like you're not a sexual being all of a sudden. Just 
Just a head with a face and lips. I'm a what? This doesn't make any sense. No, wait, Jim. I don't understand. Jim, you can't do this. Why don't I feel anything? Let's try again. What do you... Stop that! Get off! You have to love me! You don't love me! But I might be dreaming! You said you were awake. It was one theory. I don't like this. You're pacing. This is... This is not... This is not right. Is it your ears? My teeth. They're tingling. God, what the fuck did you do to me? I don't know! Damn it, there has to be a reason for this. I I love you, and you you love me. Yes. And and we say it all the time. And we mean it. I don't know anything else. It's the logic of our lives. Shut your stupid fucking face! Oh, God, I didn't mean that. I, I, I don't even know why I said it. I I, I love this face. I do. I, I used to wake up in the middle of the night and just stare at it. You don't know this, but sometimes when you're sleeping, I close your nose. You what? You look so peaceful, and I'll just pinch your nose closed just to watch you make that proper aerobic adjustment. Why? Because it breaks my heart every time you'd finally go... God, you look tired. It's four in the morning. No, it's more than that. Your eyes, they look so old. Fuck you. I'm sorry, you're right. I I don't mean that. I love your crow's feet. My what? They're your crow's feet and your saggy breasts. I I I love them. Saggy breasts? Not to me, they're not. To me, they're perfect because I love you. I love you. Don't I? You're asking me? Fran, please... We have to fix this. Well, how can I fix anything? I'm just a head with a face and lips. I don't even have a torso. I don't even have a fucking vagina. Oh, we have to go back to sleep. Sleep? Are you crazy? When you loved me, you used to hold my nose closed. Who knows what you'll do now? No, 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 no. You, you don't you see? Things changed when we woke up. They, they, they were fine, and then we, and then we woke up, and they changed. Right? That was our mistake. So we have to go back to sleep. It's the only way to fall back in love. <sighs> Jim, we can't sleep forever. And that, folks, was part one of A Beautiful Spell, right here on Secrets, Crimes, and Audio Tape. Stay tuned for scenes from the next episode of A Beautiful Spell. They say it all the time, couples. They try to bring variety into their marriage by being other people. Role-playing. Role-playing. Right. I'll be someone, and you'll be someone. We'll pretend. If you like the show, tell your friends about it. Please subscribe to it and give us a good review on iTunes. Most people don't know what an audio drama is, so we are trying to spread the word. You can help. Also, we would like to know more about you, so if you could please complete a small survey at wondery.com survey, I'd be very grateful. But I call we can't be people we know. You mean like I would ask you to be Leslie or something? Yes, like that. What did you think of today's episode? We want to hear from you. Please send an email to secrets at wondery.com and hit us with a tweet. We're at Secrets Crimes or at Wondery Media. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay, so okay, so how do we begin? Fran? Why did you say that? Leslie. Why did you, what was that? Well, it was just an example. Well, it was pretty quick. We shouldn't be people we know. You mean like Leslie? I mean, you had that example pretty handy. Uh. If you were listening with headphones, did you notice how all the actors were moving around you? That sound design is a very special feature of all audio dramas produced by Wondery. From Wondery, this is episode one of three of Secrets, Crimes, and Audio Tapes, A Beautiful Spell. To hear more seasons of Secrets, Crimes, and Audio Tapes, 
Listen exclusively with Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus for more exclusives, binges, early access, and ad-free listening. Available in the Wondery app. A Beautiful Spell was written by Greg Calaris and directed by Martin Jarvis for Jarvis and Ayers Productions. Fran was played by Jenna Elfman and Jim by Bodie Elfman. Editing by Mark Holden. The opening song was composed by Mark Hadley. Executive producers are Jeffrey Glazer and Hernan Lopez for Wondery. Previously on Secrets, Crimes, and Audio Tape. Well, sure, there are things you do that annoy me, like any relationship. I mean, you can be annoying, but I don't think that's what this is. How am I annoying? Oh, I don't know. In a general type of way, you know, annoying. From Wondery, this is Secrets, Crimes, and Audio Tape, an audio drama told week after week. I'm David Reinstrom. What's your secret? Mine is that fashion commentator Simon Doonan is my nemesis. He knows what he did. Franny's was that she took melatonin, <clears throat> excuse me, melatonin to fall asleep. But that wasn't her only secret. This is part two of A Beautiful Spell, a comedy by Greg Calaris, starring Bodie and Jenna Elfman. If you're joining us for the first time, gentle listener, might I recommend you go back and listen to part one just behind this episode in your podcast feed. You got it? Awesome. This episode contains adult themes and strong language, so if you're listening with kids, you know, maybe don't. Or do, but don't say I didn't warn you. And now, part two of A Beautiful Spell, right here on Secrets, Crimes, and Audio Tape. Hey, grown-ups! The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. In this country, some truths aren't self-evident. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as wide-ranging and real as the people who tell them, we celebrate the Black experience for all its soul and richness. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get podcasts. Jim, we can't sleep forever. But in the morning, it'll be fine. In the morning, we'll do what we normally do. Our routine. Tomorrow's Tuesday, right? So it's my turn to wake Jack up and get him ready for school. I'll I'll get him dressed while you shower, and then I'll go to the kitchen and start the coffee. I'll make him breakfast. Yeah, and then I'll come in and let you get ready. Yes. And then I'll have some toast and coffee and let him watch a little TV while I review my lesson and then take him to school on my way to work. I'll call you at 1230. On my lunch break, just to say hi, see how things are going. You'll say the kids are driving me crazy or something to that effect. You'll say, remind me why I do this shit again. You see? Yeah. You see what happens? Yeah. See, we're just thinking too much. Shit, I mean, you you could think yourself out of anything. But if we just stop thinking, right? If we just stop thinking, we'll fall right back to in our love. routine. Right, well. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Fran, where are you going? Bathroom, hold on. Got it. Here. What is it? Melatocin. Tonin. Right. I, I thought it doesn't work. Well, you kind of have to pretend a little. Okay. And here. What's this? Gasex. Catch. Oh. <sighs> okay. Let's go back to bed. Yes. To bed. Good. <sighs> <sighs> so, 
Big day tomorrow? Oh, the usual, you know. You? Mm, field trip to the aquarium. Oh, that should be fun. Kids should enjoy that. Mm, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Two teachers, 25 kids. <laughs> they should issue leashes. I tried. The principal had a problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good night, sweetie. Good night, honey. Mm. Jim? Jim, are you awake? Jim? What? What if it doesn't work? I'll change my diet. No, not the gas X. No. I mean, if tomorrow we still feel the same. Try to go to sleep. I don't want to get a divorce. I don't think it would be good for Jack. Whatever happens, I, I think we should wait until he's in college. Don't you? I, I just... You told me what it did to you when your parents got divorced. And Leslie, she says she still regrets it even now with the twins. And I think it's better if we wait. Jim? Okay. People live in loveless marriages all the time. Think about Seth and Teresa. What about them? Well, they haven't been happy for years, and look at them. What are you talking about? Seth and Teresa are one of the happiest couples we know. They're miserable. Since when? Since forever. He cheats on her, for God's sake. He what? Wait. You didn't know that? No. How do you know? She told me. How does she know? He told her. He told her? Well, she kind of guessed, and then he kind of confirmed it. When? He's done it a couple times, but I think there's one main one, oh. someone at work, a clerk or someone, I think. And that's it? She's just letting him screw around? Well, maybe she's doing it, too. Maybe there's an agreement. I'm not really sure. Well, why don't they just get a divorce? Divorce is expensive. It's easier for them to just stay together. He never said anything to me. I'm sure he isn't proud of it. Oh, they seem like they're so happy. I used to think of them as the measure of a good marriage. <laughs> Teresa says the same about us. Really? Yeah. All right, that's it. Get up. Come on, get up, get what up. What are you doing? This is not happening. We are going to fix this. How? We're, we're going to, you know, because this is, this is why we're a good couple. You know why? You know why? We talk. That's true. Of course it's true. We're talkers. We have no secrets from each other. We have an open line of communication, back and forth, give and take. That's what Teresa always says. She does? Yes. She always says she's impressed with how much we talk to each other, really talk. We do, because we find each other interesting. We do. Teresa and Seth, if you think about it, I mean, honestly, if you think about it, <laughs> we're much happier than them, even when they were happy. We are. They don't talk that much either. No. They talk to us, sure. Uh -huh. They always seem happy. But you know, you know, now that you say it, I mean, it absolutely makes sense that they're miserable. I mean, I'm surprised I didn't see it before. They're miserable fucking people. They envy us. Well, they should. I mean, if I were them, I'd fuck someone else, too. <laughs> Me, too. You know who else thinks we're a great couple? Who? Leslie. Yeah? She says it all the time. And your sister. And Paul and Louise and Chris. Who's Chris? Our gym teacher at school. Have I met him? No, but he can tell from conversations we've had. He's always saying how jealous he is of our relationship. Really? What does he say? Yeah, he said, 
I wish I had a relationship like yours. You guys seem so perfectly suited. Perfectly suited? Hmm. That's a great way of saying it. Isn't it? He also said if his marriage was like ours, he never would have considered suicide. He tried to kill himself? Yes, but he's a really good gym teacher. Well, this is my point. I mean, we're all having these these feelings, right? These Mm -hmm. unfamiliar, terrifying thoughts. (laughs) But look at what we're doing. We're talking about them. Yes, back and take. Give and forth. It's the cornerstone of a good relationship. And, you know, and I think sometimes we get so wrapped up in our lives, our fucking lives, that we forget that. I said it. I said you're the only person I can talk to. And you're the only person I can talk to. I mean, Mm. aside from Seth. But, you know, fuck that asshole. Cheating prick. (laughs) 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 (sighs) So... What should we talk about? Anything we want. Yes. This is what I'm saying. Jack. Jack. God, I love Jack. Oh, me too. He is amazing. He is. We made him. We did. I mean, it's hard to imagine we made him. We did. Well, you did. You helped. But you did the hard work. Raising him is the hard work, and we both do that. Did we ever do that soccer thing? Yep. Signed him up last week. Starts on Wednesday. Great. How much? 300 For just the summer? It's one of the cheapest in the city. Jesus. Are you sure? You're welcome to look for yourself, but that was the best deal I found. They're six, for Christ's sake. It's not even soccer at this point. They're just chasing a ball around for 20 minutes. Well, I don't know what you want me to do. Well, did you check with the Parks and Rec? Yes. Jim, I'm not an idiot. Okay, just seems like a lot. Well, it's New York. I think he's got a crush at school. Oh, yeah? Got little Lori. Oh, the blonde with the eyes. Yeah, yeah yesterday yeah. he was all Lori this and Lori that. Lori and I think. Oh, she's cute. <laughs> her mom is a bitch, though. Really? Total bitch. She's going to grow up just like her, too. You can tell. Okay. Okay, you, you know, we talk about things other than Jack, right? Interesting, stimulating things. So we shouldn't be afraid to, you know, do that. That's what attracted us to each other in the first place, all right? Conversation. Things we have in common. Movies and and, and literature and science. I don't remember discussing science. Well, maybe not science, but no, actually, if there was an article in the Times or something, uh, uh, uh... A science article. Yeah, yeah, if there was a science article, we'd talk about it. Fuck yeah, we would. Shit, Hemingway. What about him? What do you think about him? I, you know, I think he's great. I mean, I haven't read Sun Also Rises since college. (laughs) That's Tennessee Williams. Oh. No, it's okay. We're not English professors. I'm just saying we can talk about interesting things like books. I I mean, Christ, we're interesting, educated fucking people. The Great Gatsby. The fucking Great Gatsby. Great book. Great fucking book. Hmm. You know what was interesting about that book is that mm. it was, you know, written in the 20s, right? Mm. The, the roaring 20s. Mm-hmm. Before the stock crash. That's right. That's right. That's right. Which contextualizes it. It does. That's interesting. It takes a novel, if, if you look at it, right? A novel like that. Famous. Successful. Hugely successful. And it puts it in a place in time. Yes. And, and, and you know now, if that novel came out, you'd have to ask yourself, would it have the same, you know... Effect. Well, significance. It makes you wonder about a lot of things. Yeah, it does. People who have... Famous people who have changed American culture. The cultural uh, landscape is what it mm. is, yeah. Artists and... and writers, and, writers. Yeah, and even politicians. Everyone has their place and time. Well, that's interesting that you say that because Mm. it's true. 
And you'd have to say then, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Did the person make his time or did the time make the person? Mm, or was it a combination of the two? That's a good point. Mm. Jim. Don't panic. I don't know what we're talking about. No, we're thinking too much. We're thinking too I much. I don't think I've read any Hemingway. It's okay. We're, we're just trying too hard. That's all. We're forcing it. We, we need to just let it happen. Let me think. All right. Just, just let me think for a second here. You know, I was thinking the other day about pedophiles. Current events. Good. No, 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 no. I, I was thinking about them because they don't choose to be pedophiles. You know, it's like a curse, an evil spell. They, they probably live a private torture every day for craving the one thing that makes them happy. And they pray every night that tomorrow that craving will just go away. So you mean... Maybe it has nothing to do with us. Maybe the things that we want are beyond our control, even if we want them. I'm still confused by the pedophile comparison. What if... What if we've been under a spell, some mysterious, wonderful spell for the last 12 years, and now it's worn off? What if there was never a reason we got along? It's not because we both like movies or read books or because we enjoy cooking or how we both had parents who were functional alcoholics. What if it's just a random mixture of chemicals and, and ah, what are they called? Pheromones, products of a specific place and time. You mean because pedophiles... Forget the pedophile thing. It's a bad example. I'm saying, what if... What if love is just part of some evolutionary smokescreen that makes people stay together until they've procreated? What? No, 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 listen. Because hear me out, people. Okay. Generally, people don't, evolutionarily speaking, people don't have to stay together once they've had children, evolutionarily speaking. Well, if that were true, then this would have happened right after Jack was born. No, no, because, because nature, right? Nature would want us to have more kids. Nature would want us to continue to reproduce over and over. That's what nature wants, to populate the world. Why? Because that's evolution, survival. And maybe, maybe now nature has given up on us. It said, well, these people are done. They're not going to have another kid. We can take the spell off now. What if love is just an illusion exuded from the trees and the grass and the air, and it wears off the moment it doesn't need us anymore? You're saying we had no choice in the matter? That, That our love is just random? That's bullshit. We didn't choose to fall out of love. I chose you. Okay? My brain and my heart got together. They, they weighed the pros and cons. My personality and yours, they processed the information and they said, Yes! This is the one! I want this person! I wasn't powerless. I wasn't drugged by a fucking sapling. I wanted and I pursued. Don't you dare take that away from me. You heard him. We're perfectly suited. We complement each other. I'm, I'm the, 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 the... Pragmatic one. And you're the spontaneous one. That's not random. That's, that's chemistry. I get upset at the stupidest things. You comfort me. I take things too seriously and you tell me to chill the fuck out. <laughs> if it wasn't for you, I'd keep forgetting I'm allergic to cardamom. Cilantro. You like cardamom. Cilantro makes your feet itch. Right. And I always thought I was the one with the memory. I'm the one with the memory. You're the one with the natural instinct about people. That's true. I have a natural instinct about people. I don't know where it comes from. Your mother. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Ah! Jim, Jim, Jim. You're going to wake Jackie. Wait a second. I got it. Got what? (laughs) Oh, Jesus. We'll have another child. Excuse me? 
will have another child. Excuse me? You just said it. I did? Nature's given up on us? Well, fuck nature. What if we tell nature we're not done? Do you want to have another baby? Not particularly, no, but if it saves the marriage... Wait, Jim... It's genius. It's exactly what you're talking about. Maybe we should think about this. What's there to think about? You said it. I know. I just... Maybe it's a little impulsive. Impulsive? It's solution-oriented. We're taking action. Do you want to sit back and let this die because nature says so? This is our life. We've put everything into it. And I'll be damned if we're going to go down without a fight. I choose to love you. Do you choose to love me? Yes. Say it. I choose to love you, but... A a child to save the marriage. Say it. A child to save the marriage. 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 marriage. Yes, yes. 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 Okay, yes. Okay, yes. (laughs) Oh, Jim, you've never listened to any of my ideas before. They've never made so much sense before. (sighs) What are you doing? What do you mean? I'm... I'm getting undressed. Oh, right. Hey, nature, you listening? (laughs) We're not done yet. Use this womb. Use this womb and I will populate your planet with our spawn. (laughs) 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 So, uh, we should... Yeah, yeah. Let's... Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Jim? Maybe it will come back once we get going. Yeah. Mm. Jim. Jim. It's it's not working. Maybe maybe it happens after we've conceived. Jim. Jim. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What if it doesn't? What if we have a loveless child and we resent this child because we had him without love and... It grows up in a, in a loveless house, and we call it names and make fun of it behind its back. Why would we make fun of it behind its back? I don't know if it has a big head or if it's really fat. We're not going to make fun of it. What if it's one of those kids who has to wear a helmet? Why would it wear a helmet? Because he keeps banging his gargantuan head on door jams. All right, all right, calm down. We're not going to hate our child. Even if we don't love each other, we will love him. Because that love is unconditional. You can't fall out of love with your own child, even if it's fat. Would you not love Jack if he were fat? Of course not. I mean, I'd prefer, for health reasons, he'd be thin. No, definitely. That's why I think getting him into soccer now is smart. Oh, I agree. And I really did look, and that was the cheapest one. I believe you. Maybe you could, you know, just to get things started. You mean, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Do you want to stand? No, I, yeah, I, I could stand or... Sure, okay. Let me just... Fran? Fran, are you okay? God. Oh, God. Fran? Oh, God. Fran, where are you going? Maybe I can't anymore. What do you mean? Maybe nature knows I'm too old to have children. How would nature know? (laughs) Because it's nature. I mean, what if that's what happened last night? Before going to bed, what if my eggs expired or your seed became stale? My seed is not stale. 
Oh, but my eggs could have expired? No one has said anything about your eggs. I don't want to end up like Seth and Teresa. We won't. Jim, the spell is gone. We can't even remember what we used to talk about. All right, all right. Just, (sighs) let's just calm down. God, I used to be so hot for you. I did. I used to think about you at work. I couldn't concentrate. And you, you used to paw at me nonstop, remember? It was even annoying at times, but I loved it. That desire. God, it made me feel so... Powerful. They say when the sex goes, everything goes. They do. It's true. I've heard them say that. They say it all the time. I read it or saw it somewhere. Maybe this is what they mean. No. No, you know what? All right, come on. Jim. What? I can't put it in my mouth. I know, I know. Okay, just look. Maybe there's something else, okay? You know, something you've always wanted to try. What? What is that? Is that a shrug? I don't know. I can't think of anything. Okay, well, let's think about this rationally, okay? Now, Now, we both agree that you can't fall out of love overnight, right? But we'll admit we've been together for a long time. We've gotten comfortable. And in that comfort, we've gotten a little boring, maybe, right? A little complacent in our sex life. So let's try to make it more interesting. How? I don't know. You're the creative one. I just threw up from looking at your dick. Okay. All right. Look, here. What are you doing? Just trust me. Okay. (laughs) Here. Oh, just here. Get on the bed. Okay. All right. Now, now, okay. Okay. Um, uh, uh, lay on your stomach. We've done that one. Just let's just try something. <sighs> okay. okay. I, I, I saw this once on a, a show. I, so I think... No, wait. Um, okay, no, wait. How about... Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then... Maybe if I... Hold on. If I... Hold on. This is not... Ow! Sorry, just scooter. Wait, both... Oh. Oh, Yeah, yeah, that's... yeah. Yeah? No. <clears throat> Ow! Oh. Oh. Did you just... Sorry, that was... Okay, okay, well, here, put, put, and then just hold on a second. Jim... Hold... All the blood is rushing to my head. Okay, okay, let's think about this rationally. Would you please stop saying that? Sorry. Okay. Let's... Okay, okay, here. Yeah. Just... How about this? Oh. Oh, 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 interesting. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, and, and then, then... Okay, this is good, this is good. Okay. Is hot? Yeah. Yeah? Right? Okay, but our parts can't really touch from this angle. Okay, this is stupid. (sighs) I want to love you. I want to love you, too. Then why can't we just have that if it's what we want? I think it's like the pedophile thing. I don't understand what that is. I really don't. Forget it. Uh, No one else knows me like you do. Do you realize that? No one. We know each other's secrets. We have no secrets. You keep me grounded. Jesus Christ, I mean, we complete each other. We understand each other. We cook for each other. We comfort each other. We finish each other's... What? You know. No, what? You know. No, I I don't know. I finish each other's what? I never questioned it, not once. I saw you that night, and I've never looked back. When I proposed to you, there, there wasn't a doubt in my head. Some people, I know they get cold feet. They think, forever. Not once did that frighten me. In fact, it didn't even occur to me. I don't know who I am without you. I haven't considered it. What does food taste like without you in my life? 
I don't know. <laughs> Was that you or me? Then we won't be us. What do you mean? We'll be two totally different people. You mean... They say it all the time, couples. They try to bring variety into their marriage by being other people. Role-playing. Role-playing. Right. I'll be someone and you'll be someone. We'll pretend. They do say that. I've heard it, too. Oh, they say it all the time. I've read it or I've seen it. It could be fun. Well, do we have to, like, act? <laughs> I don't know, I guess. I mean, a little. <laughs> but what do we do? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Think of a situation. I mean, pick people to be. And then we have sex with those people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I call we can't be people we know. You mean like I would ask you to be Leslie or something? Yes, like that. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay, so okay, so how do we begin? Fran? Why did you say that? Leslie. Why did you, what was that? Well, it was just an example. Well, it was pretty quick. We shouldn't be people we know. You mean like Leslie? I mean, you had that example pretty handy. Uh, I don't want you to be Leslie. Do you want Leslie to be Leslie? Yes. Uh, no, no. I mean, oh, okay. I don't want to pretend to have sex with Leslie. You've always had a little thing for her. No. You told me she was what, attractive. for Leslie? No, she is attractive. I don't want to sleep with her. You said she has great legs. You said she has great legs. I agreed. Look, it was the first name that popped into my head. I could have just as easily said... Teresa. Well, I could have just as easily said Chris, but I didn't. Chris, the gym teacher? I could have. Where did that come from? Just an example. But we talked about Leslie in this context. There's a reference for it. I mentioned him earlier. Are you attracted to him? No, I'm just making a point. But you just, there was no context for it. There was no context for you fucking my best friend. I don't want to fuck her. All right, all right, we're getting off track. Fine. First. Do you believe me that I don't want to sleep with Leslie? Yes. Good. Aren't you gonna... What? Aren't you gonna say the same thing? About Leslie? About the gym teacher. Ask me if I believe you don't want to sleep with him. Fine. Do you believe I don't want to sleep with him? Not really. I don't, okay? He's the gym teacher, and he's suicidal. Fine, fine, good. I believe you, incidentally. So, role playing. How does it work? You just heard part two of A Beautiful Spell right here on Secrets, Crimes, and Audio Tape, but the fun isn't over. Stay tuned for scenes from the next episode of A Beautiful Spell. Hello. I have an appointment to see a claims adjuster. You know, to adjust my claims. Why are you talking like that? If we made you laugh today, tell your friends about the show and give us one of those tasty iTunes ratings and help us spread the word. Most people don't know what an audio drama is. Also, we're curious about you, so please complete a small survey at wondery.com slash survey. I have an appointment with... Well, be nice, though. Jim. What? <sighs> Secrets, Crimes, and Audio Tape wants to hear from you. Please send us an email to secrets at wondery.com or tweet at us forever at Secrets Crimes or at Wondery Media. Hi, I have an appointment with a claims adjuster. Wait, so I'm confused. When do we have sex? A huge thank you to our sponsors for making it possible to deliver high-quality audio drama for free to our listeners. If you'd like to show your appreciation, please always remember to enter the complete URL and the promo code SECRETS. In the very unlikely chance you forgot who our sponsors are, you will find them in our episode notes. In line with our charter to bring you stories of crime, love, mystery, and conspiracy... From Wondery... 
This is episode two of three of Secrets, Crimes, and Audio Tapes, A Beautiful Spell. To hear more seasons of Secrets, Crimes, and Audio Tapes, listen exclusively with Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus for more exclusives, binges, early access, and ad-free listening. Available in the Wondery app. A Beautiful Spell was written by Greg Calaris and directed by Martin Jarvis for Jarvis and Ayers Productions. Fran was played by Jenna Elfman and Jim by Bodie Elfman. Editing by Mark Holden. The opening song was composed by Mark Hadley. Executive producers are Jeffrey Glazer and Hernan Lopez for Wondery. And that's this week's show. Please check out the show notes for sex crimes and audio tape on the Sonic Society website at sonicsociety.org or through Twitter at Sonic Society or at David Alt. Or is it X? Who knows these days? Next week, we'll hopefully catch up with Jack and finish this three-part story along with Scream in the Scary Season. Until then, I'm David Alt. Have a lovely day.